You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes, and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, King of the Casters. I am your host, Envy Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Well, today, more like I'm the other host, because <laughs> Brandon is far and away taking the lead here. Uh-huh. Yes. So I'm... Yeah, so folks, uh, you know, you saw it in the title. Today, we are talking about the Paul W.S. Anderson movie, Monster Hunter, from 2020. This was a, get- this was a uh, fan-recommended one from... <laughs> Uh, a friend of mine uh, named Thomas, who apparently hates me secretly, because <laughs> he recommended I watch this. <laughs> so, um, so folks, I want to give, like, like I'll be taking more of the lead on this one, because I, I consider Monster Hunter as easily in my top five favorite video game series of all time. Like, it's right up there. And I want to I wanna break down, like, what... what First off, what Monster Hunter is. What the games are. Wait, so, what are the other video games you love? Okay, uh, oh, top five? Yeah. Okay, for top five... Uh, Witcher 3... Nice. Fall of Vegas... Trans. <laughs> I just like the game. <laughs> so there's that. Monster Hunter is a series. Or just, just that'll be one. Monster Hunter, Undertale, Fallout New Vegas, Witcher 3, probably Shadow of the Colossus, if I had to guess. Okay. Cool, like, cool. Those are around the top five. You know what my favorite video game is? What? Duolingo. Yeah! <laughs> Alright, so I want to. Racking up those points! <laughs> Dang. Okay, so I want to talk about what Monster Hunter, like, is. Because you went into this with no knowledge of what this is. (laughs) Just a slow, creeping dread as I learned it was a Paul W.S. Anderson. (laughs) See, I thought that Monster Hunter was the Garth Edwards movie monster that that got him the gig directing Godzilla. Uh, 2014. So I was like, okay, it's gonna be like an indie film with maybe some rough effects, but enough impressive stuff. That's what got him the gig. It'll be a fun time. <laughs> and then Brandon was like, no, that's not. It's, it's actually based on like my favorite video game series of all time. And I realized it clicked with me. Video game adaptation. Video game adaptation. Is this a Paul W.S. Anderson? <laughs> And just Brandon got real smug and giddy until announcing <laughs> that that actually was what it was. That's what this is. So, so what is Monster Hunter? So, Monster Hunter, it's a series of RPG games that come out of Japan where you are the main character and you play as a hunter. That throughout this game series, your point, the whole point of this game is you are hunting a variety of monsters. So the whole gameplay loop is you hunt, you know, you track down and you hunt these monsters and then, you know, you, you hunt them, you take the materials from these monsters and you use those materials to craft better weapons and armor to fight bigger and badder monsters. Like, 
that's the whole loop. Okay. Like, it feeds right back into itself. Like, you start out with, like, shitty armor and shitty weapons, and you beat up some, you know, you beat up some raptor-looking monsters, and you get their scales and hides and, you know, all that stuff. Craft better armor. Oh, now you can fight this bigger guy. Now you can fight this bigger guy. Like, that's the whole gameplay loop. Like, Monster Hunter, each of the games has a story. Yeah. But it's super not necessary. <laughs> like, like Monster Hunter's stories are more like set piece to set piece. Where it's like, and I know in World it's like, oh, we have to track down this monster. And, oh, on the way to tracking this one down, we found this guy. And now we got to fight this guy to, to clear the path so we can keep going. So it's this kind of loop. Where you, you go on a quest to fight a monster, you fight that monster, you go back to the town where you can get some more, you know, you can stock up on supplies, make some more weapons, some more armor, and then you get more quests to fight bigger monsters. Like, like Monster Hunter as a series is so, so strongly, mechanically a game. Yeah. Like, it's not, you do not play it for a narrative. <laughs> you play it because you enjoy, like, these interesting fights with these monsters that just keep ramping up in difficulty. It's a vibes-based thing. Basically, yeah. Like, I wrote down, like, what makes monsters special is, like, the amount of detail they put into... Like, this feels like an ecosystem. Yeah. Like, you'll see the you'll see these big monsters, like the Rathalos you see in this movie, yeah. like, attack one of the herbivores and pick it up and, like, fly away. Yeah, so what you're saying is, like, it's pretty much just... Uh, filled with killing version of like how other people experience say uh, Animal Crossing <laughs> like it's I, like if you if an Animal Crossing you killed Tom the, Bombadil is that his no, oh, uh, that, Tom Nook yes if, are you saying if you if you skinned if you, Tom Nook and you turned him into a cool hat <laughs> yes that would Animal Crossing would be Monster Hunter then kind of like that yeah <laughs> So, like, what makes it special is they put so much detail into everything. Like, you notice these things where it's kind of like a, a bit like a Souls-like game where you have to learn the patterns of these monsters. Yeah. Like, what, like, usually the first time you fight them, it's just getting used to the rhythm of this. Like, if they're, you know, if they're more snake-fast monster, you got to used to, okay, like, what are the range of their attacks? How do I dodge these? How do I, like, get used to these? And, like, it's finding out how to take these things down as it keeps going. And, like, one of the huge things about the series is the, it's a T-rated game, and the tone is very, like, light. Like, super light. Yeah. Like, when you cut, like, the Rathalos, you know, you've seen the Rathalos in this movie, right? Uh -huh. Do you see how he kind of has like, this bulbous tail with, like, spikes on it? Uh -huh. So a mechanic of the Monster Hunter games is you can actually, like, cut off a tail of certain monsters. Uh -huh. And if you... One of the mechanics is... After you defeat the monster, you get a few, like, rolls to carve items. Mm -hmm. Where you could get something like, oh, here's a scale from Arathalos. Or you could get, oh, here's, like, a like a rare part that's super important for something. Yeah. So the whole loop of that, though, is if you cut off its tail, you can carve the tail and get an extra item out of it. Okay. And it's it's very arcadey and, like, cartoony. Because when you cut off the Arathalos's tail, do you know, like, the... <laughs> The cartoon thing where it's a little like round piece of meat with a little bone, white bone in the yes. middle. That's what their tail looks like afterwards. And like it's a mechanical thing because when they try to whip their tail around, it's less range now. <laughs> like 
it's super... Like, I don't think a single person has ever died in a Monster Hunter game. Like, as a story, as a mechanic, like, you faint. Like, if a monster defeats you, you get a certain you know, amount of health. If the monster wills your health down to zero, yeah. you don't die, you pass out, and then the uh, the palicos they're called, the felines, the upright felines, have a fucking cart, and they rock in, like, a little ambulance, and they pick you up and bring you back to base camp. Like, the tone is so lighthearted <laughs> that this... And this movie gave them guns! <laughs> like, it gave yeah. them assault rifles and shit. So many people die in this movie. In brutal ways! Yeah. Like, monster... Like, there's now a different... I get why you hated the brutality. Like... I was, like, I was surprised when you had, like, that bad reaction to, like, the dude with, like, spiders in his torso. Yeah. And it's like, huh. Like, it's not really doing much for me, but, like, it's not, like, the grossest, most either thing ever. But, like, I didn't realize they were putting that in Animal Crossing. (laughs) Like. I didn't realize fucking Tom Bombadil should have been there. Ah, like. It's, you know, it's a step up from Animal Crossing, but it's it's closer to Animal Crossing than it is this. <laughs> like, the mechanics of this. Like, you can capture monsters. You don't have to kill them. Like, there's a whole mechanic where you can trap them in, like, you know, a pitfall and then throw tranquilizers and they'll fall asleep. Yeah. Like, for certain quests, that's a requirement. They're like, we want to study this monster. We don't want to kill it. Like, there's so many things. Because I've been a fan of Monster Hunter... Since 2009, I picked up Monster Hunter Try on the Wii, and I played that, and I was like, oh, this is cool. But back then, it was like, nobody knew Monster Hunter over here. It was like, just me, baby. <laughs> like, super small group of people knew about it. Monster Hunter Try came out, decent success. Like, some people played it. And then 3 Ultimate came out, the 3DS. That was a much bigger success, because 3DS had, like, by then, people were hearing about it. Big, bigger success. Uh, four ultimate again, pretty big, you know, moderate success, and then the huge turning point was Monster Hunter World, which is what I showed you that trailer for. Yeah, Monster Hunter World. If I pull up the numbers correctly, hmm. Yeah, for dinner tonight. Okay, let me look. Stop at El Jefe on the way home. Get a good burrito. Put, put some guac in there. You know, they don't charge extra for toppings, so they really go wild. And they have sangria at the El Jefe by Harper. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. And here we go, found it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, okay, Monster Hunter World, which is the big one that came out for, like, Xbox, PlayStation, the big ones, right? Yeah. Monster Hunter World, as of now, has sold 21 million copies. It was this huge success that, like, brought this mainstream popularity to the series around here in America. And it's, you love to see it. Because, like, Monster Hunter, it's not, like I said, it's not a narrative thing. It's just, I like hunting big monster and then defeat big monster and then hunt bigger monster. It's the whole loop. There's other things involved with it. You can, oh, you can grow a farm with the, with the Palicos can, like, it's like a symbiotic relationship where, you know, they give, the humans give them shelter and food and, like, help them out with things. And then they, you know, the Palicos, like, help them, like, with, like, farming and such and cooking and fun stuff. So, like... You can do farms in the game. You can do other things like that. But that's the main thing. So, honestly, going into this movie, I thought I was going to, like, be fine with it. I didn't think I was going to love it. But I thought, like, 
my, you know, this is not. Paul Lewis Anderson Hall also did the Resident Evil movies, right? I went in knowing I'd be a stick in the mud. <laughs> but like, going into this, I've seen the first. I think I only I saw like one, two, and four or something. Of like, this is when I was like twelve. Of like the t- the the Resident Evil movies he made, right? Yeah. And I distinctly remember it was so weird because I watched them. I'm like, oh, these are okay enough. And then afterwards, I started playing the games, and I'm like, holy fuck, these are awful. Like, Resident Evil is here, you know, it's about puzzles and fun, like, ooh, like, mysteries and, like, ammo scares and everything, and the, the Resident Evil movies are not that. <laughs> so going, so this is another Capcom series. Like, yeah. Resident Evil is another Capcom series, this is another thing. So now I, f- I feel that now, where I'm like, wow. Like, they got something, like, because Monster Hunter is not a story-based thing, I was like, hey, I like seeing monster, you know, I like to fight monsters in the games, so it would be fine to just watch someone else fight the monsters in the movie. But, no. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, also, um, I should make it clear right now, because I know I'm, I've been low energy for two episodes in a row. We did record these both on the day where I went on, after I went on that long walk. I wasn't so put out by an eight-mile walk that it took me a week to recover in between. We recorded two episodes a day when we record. Yeah. Nah, nah, um, you had super high energy and then Moss Hunter just rained it out of you. So, so speak, so that's, that's sorry, the background. I just wanted to bring up that I fucking love Monster Hunter as a series. It is one of my favorite things of all time. And it's, it's one of those things where I think, you know, it works so well because it's a game. (laughs) Like, so that's the big thing. So... What are your overall thoughts? <laughs> oh my god, we're only to this bit! <laughs> I thought we were farther along in the episode! <laughs> I had to give my big intro thing. So, what do you think? I did not care for this movie. I thought it was bad and obnoxious and it gave me a headache. Yeah. I almost fell asleep during this movie, which does not happen to me. Uh, I'm... Uh, when girlie's watching a movie, uh, she stays awake, folks. Uh, but, uh, no. but this almost did it. This... Oh, God, it's like my mom. Uh, what if I'm just turning into my mom? Jesus. Like, <laughs> my mom fell asleep, like, 20 minutes into Knives Out, and when she asked us the next morning how we liked it, and my dad and I said, oh, we really liked it. She was like, how? They said who the killer is right at the beginning. What kind of murder mystery does that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Yeah, that's kind of where our parents are. I feel like if if I don't start a movie with my parents at, like, 2 in the afternoon, it's not happening. (laughs) 2.01, they are out by 2.05. Yeah. So the, um... (laughs) <laughs> okay, so that's your overall thoughts. So my thoughts, so as I said, I am a huge Monster Hunter fan. When we get to what that monster do, I have I have written like every single monster that I can recognize that comes up in this movie. Just do it. Just go. Let's go to it. Let's go to it. Please. Please. I got to get my thoughts first. We're 20 minutes in. I got to get my thoughts first. Oh, we're only 16. Only but 16. How? So I want to, so at the start of this, like I said, I was like, Oh, it starts with, like, you know, the uh, Diabolos are attacking the ship, and I'm like, oh, maybe I could be... Okay, maybe this isn't so bad. This is a fun opening. 
And then, like, there's, like, 20 minutes of, like, military dudes. And I'm like, oh, no. No, I don't want this. <laughs> Where they're like, yeah, Bravo 6, we're coming in hot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, why? Like, it's such a weird thing. It's so weird. But, like, my thoughts were, I thought I was going to find this fine at the start. And around when the spiders showed up, I was like, oh, no, I'm going to, I actually really hate this. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a couple fun sequences in this, but the editing is fucking atrocious. <laughs> yeah. So that that's my overall thoughts with it. So... Before we, yeah, I gotta go into the editing for a second. Remember when we counted the seconds between shots? <laughs> oh god, yeah. It, uh... If you want a migraine from editing choices, during some most of the the like action scenes in this movie, during most of any scene, the cuts are yeah. just egregious. They cut quick. We counted. We were like one, like we we counted one, two, three until they made a cut. At point, we didn't even get to one. We were like, one, two, oh, one, okay, new shot, one, two, okay, new shot, one, two. There was a couple times where there was like three shots within a second. And I'm like, why would you do? Like, it's so, like, obnoxious of being like, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. But because of that, it makes me feel worse. I'm like, I don't like this. You could cut the edits in, like, half of this whole movie and be better for it. Like, just hold on a fucking shot. Like... It looks like some of the action is fine. You don't need to cut that often. Yeah, and a lot of the choreography, like, it didn't look at points like it was hiding bad fight choreography. Like, a lot of it looked like, oh, they had, they just had to do that stunt, like, three times. It didn't look like they were faking the stunt. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, why not just hold on one shot of the stunt? Like, the hunter guy, oh, my God. Like, he, yeah, like, his, fucking, like, like jumps kicks. and like, spin kicks, and I'm like... Like, it didn't look like he was doing why... I mean, maybe he was, but, like... I don't believe he was doing, like, they were hiding, like, wire work there. Mm. It looked like he just, th just they hired, it. like, just a guy who could do that. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it it's, those things could have been better if you didn't cut so much. So, okay, rapid fire list. Here is every monster that shows up in the Monster Hunter movie that I recognized, at least. Mm -hmm. Here's every one. I'm going to pull it up. This is more or less in chronological order because I wrote them down as, I, as they popped in. Okay, so I want to start with the first monster we see is the Diablos, which Diablos started in the exact first Monster Hunter game. This guy has been around since the beginning. I love Diablos. Like, Diablos is a, you know, he he's kind of like a desert devil monster. Imagine, like, a Triceratops head meets kind of a more dragon-like, like a western wyvern without, you know, just the two, their arms or their wings kind of dragon that kind of like a sandworm digs into the sand and then pops up to attack like other creatures. They're highly, you know, sensitive to noise, so when you throw a rock and they're underneath it, they'll attack the rock because they think something's there. So that's a Diablos, cool monster. Um, a few moments in the film, they like break a horn, which you can do in the game, so that's pretty neat. Uh, one of the things that was literally just a skeleton, but I knew what it was, was a, there was one, when they first get to there, there's a Gen Mothrin skeleton. And the Gen Mothrin is one of my favorite fights in the whole series, because in that one, you're fighting this giant, like, sand whale on a boat, in, on one of the sand ships. 
and it's like coming up on the side of your boat and it's like ramming against the boat and you have to like load up cannons to shoot it. It's yeah. so, oh, it's such a good thing. It's so fun. So I, I, I thought that reference was pretty fun. But, you know, that that's me going like, oh, glorp shit out! <laughs> like, like, you know, that's, that's, like... Yeah. From her experience, folks, <laughs> from the, the person sitting next to me, I don't think it helps. <laughs> given without it. Um, so the Gem Mothra shows up. Uh, the spider monsters show up in this movie. They're Nursillas, if I'm right, if the name's correct. So there's Nursillas, there's like little, little small Nursilla monsters, there's like a big one, and they show up in the movie a good amount of times. They're like probably one of the, more than the Diablos. Like they show up a lot more. I think the Diablos show up more. Or, well they come up in the beginning and then the, towards the middle. Okay. But yeah, the, so they show up, the, there's Obseros, which are like little plant eater guys, who... Like lemmings just mass commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the like? These are like. What was the thing that jumped out of the uh, sand at them? The oh, uh, uh, near, the, near the oasis. A drone. Ah. A Cephid. That's from Monster Hunter Second Generation. I know this because the f I played Monster Try and then I played Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, which is like this huge, probably fucking like a thousand hours worth of stuff, which was um. The second generation, they have like big generations where they add new monsters, new mechanics, new weapon types. There's a there's like 18 different weapon types in Monster Hunter. It's fucking nuts. Some of it is guns, actually. But here's the important difference. They're they're kind of like Muskets. they're more like musket-like. Like they're only like a few shots, and then they're like highly customized by the monster type you fight. Like you you know you hunt a a Rathalos, you can make a Rathalos barrel that does like fire damage. Things like that. Like, very not like, I have an M16 assault rifle. <laughs> so the, uh, the Absurds show up. That's the Cephadrome. Uh, Arathalos shows up, which they really should have had a scene with the Rathalos earlier on. Other than just, like, there was that scene of the burning yeah. where they were like, something here was worse than napalm. <laughs> Did you know that moment Arathalos was coming? Oh, I knew it. I was like, that's Arathalos. <laughs> so Rathalos, uh, you know... Oh god! So Obseros look like you know. Okay, don't also, give me too much again, detail on that these. That fire damage was well within Napalm's <laughs> abilities. Yeah. I don't think Paul W. S. Anderson knows what Napalm does. Napalm's pretty fucking horrific. Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna go in detail about Obseros and Sephardrum that Lily and like like barely in the movie. Uh, Rathalos is, if I had to say who, okay, throughout the Monster Hunter series, it's kind of like an internal thing people know about is. Each new game has what's called a flagship monster, okay? The flagship monster is like... First off, Monster Hunter has fucking amazing monster designs. Like, even in this movie, they look good. Like, they are very good, strong designs, and the movie keeps to those, which is good. But the, um... Rathalos, if you had to say who is the flagship monster for the whole thing, it's Rathalos. He was, like, in the first game on the box art. The Rathalos is the male version, he's red. The Rathian is the female one, and she's green. And they're like, they look very similar, but they kind of have a few different features. Okay. But the Rathalos, big red, kind of like traditional dragon-looking creature. But not quite a dragon. Like, a little bit more spiky. But very cool design. Love me, Rathalos. Um, 
And then literally in the fucking last two minutes of the movie, uh, a Gormagala shows up, which is kind of like a sleek snake-looking dragon with, like, I think it has six legs, but you barely see him in the movie. But they're, like, this sleek-looking guy. And um, I guess another monster, but not a more of a kaiju-looking one, is that disgusting CG cat, <laughs> Palico. Yeah. Why did the decision... So, in the Monster series, most Palicos look like normal cats that just stand upright. And they're very fun. They, you can customize your own Palico. I named one after my house cat from my childhood. And you can customize their look. And they help you on the hunt. They go like, hey, I'm going to throw a bomb at the monster to help you out. Or I'm going to like collect some items around. Like you can gather in the game to like build things. When you saw that thing, until I showed you the trailer, were you certain like, that's what they all look like? I did not have any presumptions. I just thought it was just let, one. I just thing. let horrors unfold. <laughs> I didn't realize that was like a sustained thing. Also, what was your childhood cat's name, Brandon? Katie. Okay, that's better than what I was gonna guess. <laughs> what? I don't know why, but the name Henry Kiss and Purr <laughs> popped into my head. As if your parents like named your cat over after a war criminal. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so they show up in the movie. They they're the post credit scene. Oh boy. So Gormagola shows up in the movie. Um I have a very Okay. I have a couple little trivia things about the movie before we get into trying to figure out this fucking plot. Is <laughs> so I'm very interested in like I said, Capcom like gave their blessing for this movie to be made and such. Yeah. And like I said, Monster Hunter, it is not a series where you care about the story. Maybe maybe, you know, oh it's neat, but like you do it for the combat and the gameplay and such. I'm nearly certain that Capcom's like the only thing they focused on was making sure the monsters looked good. Yeah. I'm sure that's the only thing they did. <laughs> like, there's so many things that go, like, against what, like I said, the, the more lighthearted tone of the series, yeah. that I can only imagine the only things that Capcom was, like, directly involved in was, like, okay, Rathalos looks like this, Rathalos does X, Y, Z, a Diabolos looks like this, a Diabolos does X, Y, Z, like... Super okay, harsh yeah. limitations between the monsters. Yeah. Because in pair with something like the Resident Evil movies. Yeah. Like, these are very, like, the Resident set design. Like what everything looks like. Yeah, yeah, the set design, the monsters, a lot more close to the games. God, can you imagine... Oh, God, I just had a horror thought. What? Can you imagine when Paul W.S. Anderson makes another Resident Evil and adapts Lady... Uh, Demi oh, Demistrius? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Red oh, God, Resident Evil 2 is so fucking good. It's such a great game, the remake. But, um, I'm gonna be off track there. But the, you know, that showed me that these, the movies, Paul Deserbert, that he made, kind of off track. But that was the one big thing about the movie I noticed. I'm like, Capcom definitely was like, if you don't do this, we won't give her permission. Is because there's lots of, you know, the hunter's design and the monster design, like, all these things. I'm sure they were like, we don't give a fuck about the script, but you can't fuck these up. <laughs> so that's kind of how I felt that, that went. 
I think it's I think it's time to take a short break and then we're gonna go into uh, the no plot. let's just streamline this I don't want to <laughs> take a break I want to just get this done okay okay so so we right, start folks. off on a boat yeah Ron Perlman's on a boat oh boat gets attacked by a bunch of D it's a sand Diablos. ship by Diablos uh, and oh uh, Tony Jaw falls off uh, and he's the hunter uh, but yeah okay so. Tony Jaws in the sand. Oh, we're cutting away. He's not dead. Uh, we're waiting for a while. Uh, and look, look at that. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. We got the military coming in. Military uh, coming in. We cannot refuse to acknowledge the Coca-Cola can. That was the first thing we there saw. There was a the lot of product placement. Coca-Cola. Hershey's. Hershey's. It's the big two I saw. Yeah. Uh... The, the cat has AirPods. <laughs> God. So yeah, it starts the military. Uh, yeah, so military is driving along in Humvees, and they're not doing much, but then they drive by these, like, uh, little stone things, and uh, the stones summon a Mad Max-style storm that transports them to the Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter world. world. Which they just call the New World? Yeah, and... And the, the thing I want to mention is... Okay, the Sky Pillar thing, one of the big folks in the movie, that is from a previous game. I didn't play it. It was Frontier G, which is like a Japanese exclusive game. Um, that was the hard thing back in the day. Like, when Monster 4 came out, it took like a year to come out in English. Yeah. So I had to just read it up on like Wikipedia things. But, um... So... So, sorry, anyways. Uh, there's no... <laughs> There's no world teleportation thing in the Monster series that I know about. But, before we get further, I need to mention this is so important. Okay. Because it's really dumb and fun. So, Monster Hunter World, the game, right? You saw the trailer for it. It is yep. a huge, successful game. When this movie came out, there was a tie-in quest in oh the game. God. Where you can play as Mila Jokovic... With her dual blades fighting a monster. Uh, Jovovich. Jog yeah. Jovo Mila Jovovich. Jovovich, yeah. You can fight as her... As your... Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Mila! As she's fighting monsters. And it's really dumb. And I played it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And they had other things. They, uh, you could be Geralt from The Witcher in one. That was actually really cool. Like, you actually have, like, The Witcher's combat and spells. Okay. Fun uh, collaborations. Capcom's cool. Anyways, uh, her entire military, like, they get, they run around by Diablos, uh, then, uh, they run right into a spider nest, and they leave Mila for dead, cause Mila gets attacked first, but then, uh-oh, when Mila wakes back up, everyone else is dead instead! She barely escapes with the help of Tony Ja, who's alive! They- I need to mention the spider eggs. <laughs> we mentioned the spider eggs already. But Not like, in the plot section. Okay, but, but the guy, sh one of the extra soldiers show us up. And in the games, you can get poisoned. That monster does have poisoning, but it's more like, hey, you drink an antidote, you're fine. Yeah. You're not like, oh my god. <laughs> like yeah. fucking aliens. But the the guy's like, oh, like the guy's helping her with the soldiers, and the fucking little spiders start crawling out. Mm -hmm. And like I so said, that was the moment I was like, no. This is not my monster hunter. So Jovovich meets up with uh, Tony Ja, and they're mm. like, it, it's an enemy mind situation. Neither speaks the other's language, but they're like learning, and they ha are hatching a plan to 
kill the Diablo so they can get out of the desert. And, mm. uh, you know, after some shenanigans, they do. Uh, this does lead to one of the coolest, uh, the only thing I like in the movie. Literally the only thing is... Savor it, folks. <laughs> here, here it goes. Mila gives Tony Jaw some chocolate, and refers to it as chocolate. Then later, he kills an animal and gives it food, and, get, and gives the, some food to her, and he calls it chocolate, because he misunderstood and thinks that chocolate is just the general word for food in her language. And that's a really cool detail, actually. Like, writing-wise, that's actually a little spark of inspiration. Uh, but nothing else is good. That's the only thing where I was like, huh, but nothing else is good. But yeah, so they do it. They kill the Diablos, uh, and then they wander into this oasis. It's a black Diablos, a female. Yeah. Uh, all right. And so they wander into this oasis, uh, and... Uh, Which I want to bring up environment-wise. Almost this entire movie takes place in the desert, and I'm very disappointed. Yeah, we're at, like, the two-thirds point. Like, I'm like, I'm like, oasis. like, literally, it feels like one, like, would you describe the structure as, like, one fucking massive first act? Or yeah, one massive first act, a minuscule second, and then a like uh, a normal size third, probably. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, which is the same exact structure as a Rogue One, actually, a movie I also hate. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, Monster Hunter colon Rogue One colon a Star Wars story. <laughs> a Star Wars story. Uh, but yeah, yeah. so uh, there uh, a stampede happens, but Ron Perlman saves Mila. Uh, and to and his crew save Tony Jaw coming back for him. Uh, but then punches Ron Perlman just punches Mila in the face because what they don't really develop on this, but apparently human from the human from the normal world uh, came and like colonized the shit out of the monster world before being like beaten being off bad. or something. Anti uh, being back, being back. They were beat not off. beat off. <laughs> Before the brave monster hunters beat off the col the colonizers. Quote that. Yeah, so Ron that's just an excuse for Ron Perlman to speak English pretty much. Yeah. But then Perlman's just like, done that with everyone. Yeah. There's no intrinsic thing in the series. Like everyone kinda goes up, Baba Da like that kind of like yeah. gibberish. But it's like, you know, the text is underneath it. There's no, like, no purpose that they couldn't just speak English. Yeah, but so, anyways. The, like, tall, Paul W. says Anderson, you don't, world building. No. <laughs> you yeah. don't need it. Uh, Perlman's like, okay, well, we need to go to this tower. Uh, it's the tower you need to go to go home, so why don't we team up? And they go, up, and they fight their Athelos, uh, but... Mid-Rathalos fight, Jovovich gets knocked back into her world, and we think, oh, okay, it's saying the military's here to save her. Oh, yeah, the big thing they mention, uh, it's not in the games at all, it's like, oh, when Arathalos is about to breathe fire, it's a, it's a weak spot, and you gotta blow it up. And I mention this because, remember the one of the dumbest things in the whole movie? <laughs> Involving... <laughs> so anyways, yeah, the, the Rathalos... So she comes back into the human world, and then, uh, in the in our world... And the military's picking her up with a bunch of helicopters and shit. And they're like, what happened out there? And there's like a shadow of a Rathalos. And then probably my favorite scene in the movie. You could probably just look this up on YouTube. And, you know, if you're a Monster Hunter fan, yay. But um, a Rathalos takes out like multiple like helicopters and planes. Yeah, it comes back through the same portal. And she like has to fight it. But then, hey, Tony Jossler is saver and Ron Perlman. Yes, and but... So, 
So how do you not get that the bit of me going super fast is because I don't want to talk about this. But like it's really funny. <laughs> but like there's this one where it's kind of like she has like a grenade launcher shell. Because there's so many fucking bullets in this movie, god damn it. Yeah. And like they're like, oh no, the Rathalos is about to shoot fire at her. And there's like a fire next to her. And she grabs the she grabs the hand grenade. Like the, you know, the the grenade shell, lights it on fire. Including her hand in the process. She's like, ah! And then she loads it into, uh, this is a newer thing in World, is a hook shot. Let's let you shoot, like, different types of ammunition at a monster. Like, pew! And she shoots the grenade shell into the Rathalos' mouth. Boom! Oh, he's dead. Oh, he's not. And then Tony Jaw, kaboom, kaboom, Uses kaboom, one kaboom. of the holes that got blown into his neck. Kaboom, kaboom. Arrows. Arrow yeah, kills him. You literally could have just ended it there. <laughs> just, then hey, we're saved, yay. Perlman's like, wouldn't have been right. Our monsters are invading your world now. Gotta save your world. And, yeah, whatever. What the fuck? <laughs> and then they, like, uh, then a monster, another monster comes through, and they're prepping to fight. They're charging towards it. Credits. After credits scene where that same monster is now being fought against by the cat. For some reason. Yeah. You couldn't, like... Why is that an after credit scene? It, it's not even like, ooh, we're setting that, like... If you wanted an after credit scene, wouldn't it make sense to be... The movie ends after the Rathalos, and the post credit scene is that other monster coming through? Yeah. Like, why did you do that? So that is... That is the end of Monster Hunter, the movie. And as far as I know, it, this did not perform well... It was like sixty million budget, like forty-seven million total in the box office. So it didn't do great. Um, interesting enough, apparently Tom, Paul Thomas Anderson or okay, Tom, Paul. Yeah. Not, not not Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson is much better. Yeah, but uh, this the director of this movie is actually a fan of the series. Like he was a fan of it since he went on a trip to Japan, like a years ago and they were like oh yeah I like this series so I won like I said I wonder if a good amount of the only things that are you know from the games in this whole movie are based off of like maybe he enjoyed parts of it and also Capcom was like we, we're not gonna let you use this license if you don't do this yeah so that's that's Monster Hunter okay would you th would you say is this the worst movie we've covered on the whole podcast? Yes! <laughs> yes. It is. Okay, I... I mean, just entirely devoid of anything worth caring about. Just the worst. I don't think it's the worst for me. We get it, you hate Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in terms of like, even though it was the, the surface level, ooh, Glorp Shitto! <laughs> There was something there. Come on, like... Like, I'm even saying that fucking Death Kappa is better than this. No. Not for me, at least. Death Kappa was more entertaining. Death Kappa gave me something to <laughs> hold on to. Yeah, not... Don't watch this movie. Death Kappa had better editing. <laughs> yeah, Death Kappa didn't cut every two seconds. Yeah. Like I said, if you if you want to watch the Rathalos fight thing at the end, go for it. It's the... Best scene in the movie, but it's not saying too much. And yeah, I play Monster Hunter. It's fucking amazing. Like, 
it'll consume your life. It's a huge game, but it's ooh, it's very good. So play Monster Hunter. Don't watch Monster Hunter the movie from 2020. Um, I'm wondering, could because could a Monster Hunter movie even work? Because like it's so gameplay focused. I think. I mean, from what you're talking about, I think it could. I think it just needs to be a little more fun. I think it has to be like a a fun, lighthearted romp. Yeah. Like, I could see... Okay, hear me out here. If this movie was good... I, I have a pitch. Okay. This movie was good. We're going to start off with a joke we mentioned that uh, <laughs> this movie was a documentary... Where Mila, where Millie was filming a military. Mila Jovovich. I was gonna say Mila, where Mila was in the desert filming a military movie, and they get sucked into a Monster Hunter World portal, like the actual actress gets sucked into it, and she has this wedding ring she looks at. She's like, "I'll get back to you, Paul." (laughs) So the whole thing is, um, my fun premise of it is, you need it to be like. 15 minutes in, she's already met the other hunter, and she's, like, already learning things. Yeah. Like, you gotta, like, boom, right there. Yeah. And I imagine some some crazy fun shit. Imagine this, right? If you really need to keep military vehicle, yada, yada, angle on it, after they defeat the Diabolos, right? Mm -hmm. I want to imagine a scene where, you know, it could be like, ooh, you know, we're gonna meet the Monster Hunter world with my world for, like, things. And imagine fucking really... Millie, Mela, driving the fucking truck with the Diablo's head on the front with the spikes ramming into the Rathalos. So you just want Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. That's fair. That's very fair. (laughs) So, like, give me that crazy... Like, the only... There's a few little things where it's like, oh, she takes a Diablo's plate off to, like, drag the hunter guy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I want to see more of that. Like, focus in entirely on that kind of stuff. Where it's like, they got the big monster we gotta fight, and we're gonna, like, you know, beat smaller monsters on the way to it. Like, the gameplay loop. So that's what I'm thinking, but, um... Okay. I'm looking forward to next week. Yes! Next week we will be watching Godzilla vs. Destroya. From, I think it's 95. Yeah, woohoo! Big red guy. Pretty fun. So, so that'll be fun to watch and... Hopefully a more upbeat episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can... No, I think this will be the worst for a while, I hope. Even, yeah, Dominion wasn't good, but this it turns is... out you've never seen a movie we've got coming up that I don't want to spoil yet, and, like, you turn out to hate it, even though it's a classic and, like, my second favorite movie of all time. I just go, ew, yucky. <laughs> yeah.